If you're homeless, come to the Laugh Factory on Thanksgiving. I'll be feeding turkeys. That's, he's a sweet fella. Hi, it's me, Moshe Kasher. Uh, I'm going to be at the in Toronto, Ontario, at the Comedy Bar and various other venues around Toronto. It's a very interesting gig. It's a different different venue each night. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be cool. 19th through the 21st uh, in Toronto of December. And then on New Year's Eve, I'll be in San Francisco with Pete Holmes and Doug Benson and Tasha Legero and Rory Scovel and a bunch of other fun people. I think Brendan Walsh, maybe. Anyway, New Year's Eve, Knob Hill Masonic Auditorium. Charleston, South Carolina, January 17th through the 18th at the Footlight Playhouse. We'll get into the rest later. Hey, also, I'm going to, this is Neil again. New Year's Eve, La Jolla, California. Two shows, bro, bro. Yeah, yeah, done. Yeah. Bragging. Right, no. <laughs> um, for, for anyone in, uh, in Tempe, this uh, Arizona, this is your boy Dean Edwards. Uh, you can come out this Thursday to celebrate Michael Yo from uh, Chelsea lately, uh, his birthday at the Tempe Improv. On Thursday the 21st, uh, next weekend, the 30th of November, I will be at the Rhode Island. Is that to, is, yeah, is, oh, I told you, I told you, yeah. No, don't crib it like that. Okay. Oh, All right. All right. Yeah. Um, he was emceeing it, everybody. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really was. was. Michael it's, it's omnidirectional. <laughs> it's an omnidirectional. Um, so the, yeah, November 30th, I'm at, uh, the Catch a Rising Star in, uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, and then December 12th through 14th, if you're in Connecticut and you want to get your gamble on, come up to Foxwoods. Ooh, the Foxwoods. Yeah, Ooh. Foxwoods. We're we getting some burnout there. And then all my tri-state, New York City, uh, Jersey, and Connecticut, you can catch me at Gotham Comedy Club uh, the, the first weekend of January. January. No, the second weekend, actually. That would be... Uh, January 9th through 11th or the 16th through 18th. I'm not sure. They got a website. Do something. Walk Fuck past that, that website. Shit. Yeah, walk, walk past this. Son. Check yeah, out Gotham. Look at the marquee. Club. Yeah. All we right. just donated two, two minutes and 45 seconds to straight up dates. Let's dates, son. And nobody's listening at this point. Let's yeah. start the episode. Now you're fucking with the champs. Folks, folks, yeah. folks, listen, folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, here, yeah. we're in Hollywood, California. It is the Champs Podcast. Once again, we're back with startling regularity. It must be freaking out our listeners at this point to have had three episodes in three weeks. I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out too. Neil, how it, do you feel it hasn't been three in three weeks. One was a two week break. At least, look, to but us, we have. Is that's consistent for y'all? Yeah, we that's beyond. It's, it's oh, beyond. Okay. Like, we don't, okay. we like one, we did one, one month bad. It was We're real bad, bad man. No, what are you gonna I want to make an observation about something. Please. Dean You're just promoted, our guest uh, promoted a uh, date that he's doing, a birthday show. Yeah. For a different comedian. For a different comedian. Not right. for himself. He's promoting I gotta other say, people's dates. I got to say, the date. idea of people now doing birthday shows, it's queer to me. Is a, and, and no, no, can, I don't yeah. think you're, you're queer. No, I think no, people I, I know having ex- birthday shows. I know shows. exactly what you mean, and, and, and I, I co-sign that. <laughs> but I don't even I know do. what it means. What? Well, well, it's it's... I remember back, and you remember back in the uh, in the early night, like right with with the sort of boom of of especially urban comics and, and deaf comedy jam. Uh, everybody started doing these 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 birthday roasts, but it was really just hey, I'm more famous than the other comics out here, you know. And so in in New York, there there were a handful of cats 
that started uh, doing these these birthday comedy shows where they would get. It's funny. It was really just to get people to come out and celebrate their birthday and make it seem celebrity and the flyers, the flyers always had special invited guests, Mary J. Blige, Puff Daddy. Oh, they would invite them, but they may or may not show up. (laughs) But you know what? Did they really invite them or did they just put whoever was the hot R&B or rapper um, on on the flyer? And then comics would come through because comics are jackals. You know, comics want want, want to go wherever women are. So um, they come out to these shows and then we everybody wants the victory lap, right? Everybody, if you see a place is filled with women, you're like, yo, let me get five minutes. So Wait. comics would basically get free shows out of other comics because they would come and celebrate their birthday. It was a, it was, was a, mind but screw. it was a birthday show. It was but, supposed to be a birthday. Yeah, but you're well, positing people, that people want women, not stage time. I mean, I think people are just jackals for stage time. It could be all dudes, and then people would show up. Yeah, nah, the dude no, show. Nah, dudes, no, I'm dudes. with both of you. Oh, you yeah. believe it? You, we disagree. I'm and both he agrees yeah. with us both. Okay, what, what um, did you say? Was there a lot of? I don't. I haven't seen very many black roasts. It doesn't seem to have no, taken off in they, a way that, that the white roast no, has. That sounds like a way to yeah. catch a punch in the face. Actually, <laughs> a black roast. Um, you know what? Because I remember going to like, uh, I remember talent and like Gerald Kelly, and it wasn't so much a roast as if you got on. On the mic, then you just start snapping on yeah. them, and then you'd end by, "Hey, man, but I love you. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. birthday!" You know what I mean? Yeah, because black people invented the dozens, right? I mean, that's well. Uh, that's what's funny is again, right. white you people taking it. talking shit. You, yeah, me, you, in sir, particular. You know, I, I had shit. a flux capacitor. In <laughs> a white people had never. I'm insult- gonna take your black car back for <laughs> knowing what a flux capacitor. Hey, man, is. I'm I, 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 I'm hipster now. I'm white people had hipster. never insulted each other until they heard black people. That's do. right. They were always like, "Hello, sir. How are you, sir? What do you do? Nothing but the most. They just, they just. They just pillaged. <laughs> Very politely. They just pillaged politely. <laughs> Hello, we're going to be coming into your village. Hello. Uh, it you, over. you seem like uh, a nice um, fellow. However. We're taking your house. I am right. burning down your thatch hut, thatch hut and taking your wife. <laughs> but did I exactly. tell you that thing that, that uh, I, again, I've been talking about rock a lot on the show. That Who, rock, Chris Rock? Yeah. No, Crack Rock. He, that's why he's um, so skinny. The mayor. And rock and and Nelson George, who is a journalist and documentary. You Nelson George, who uh, talks out of the side of his <laughs> mouth. And uh, you can't see this over the radio but it, or the podcast, but if, if you could, you say Dean is amazing at imitating <laughs> Nelson if George. If I have time, I'm going to roll in some <laughs> tape of Nelson. Well, I'm trying to, uh, I mean, the book is, is a mystery. Um, uh, kind of inspired by James Elroy. Uh, in the sense that James O'Roy's novels use real events and real historical facts and then build this kind of fictional structure underneath them. You mean Nelson George who uh, talks out of the side of his <laughs> mouth and uh, you can't see this over the radio but it, or the podcast, but if, if you could, you say Dean is amazing at Im- imitating. <laughs> uh, Nelson and Chris were talking about how during segregation, like be- like before, during Jim Crow, White people would just go to black people's houses in the South and take shit. Yeah, yeah. No, really? Yes. Yeah. Like, they would just take, they literally, would they yeah. would take shit out of their house, and black people just had to sit what, there what are you and do? not do right. shit. What can, what can, <laughs> during Jim Crow, what can you say? Hey! You said something? Uh, hey, no, I'm just, just hey, I mean, actually. And uh, I hope this is public knowledge. Rock told me that the Rock family moved from South Carolina. They owned a construction company in South Carolina, and they moved to New York because uh, white people broke into their house, started taking shit. 
one white guy straggled behind and they murdered the motherfucker. They murdered the white man. Yes. That's what you don't want to be is the last white (laughs) guy. (laughs) Yeah. I'll catch up with you guys. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Be surrounded by a bunch of rock ancestors. We're moving to New York next week, so you're dead. Yeah. No, they they moved because they murdered him. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Speaking of New York, this isn't quite as interesting a story, but I was in, 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 speaking of cliche New York things, I was in New York this weekend and I was in an argument with a girl who had moved there two years ago uh-huh. and she was telling me how New York is the greatest city in of the course world. It is. I love people of right right people oh, always tell oh, you. it's got a wonderful where's where she live Williamsburg uh, she definitely does of course and she we were going back and forth and she's probably gonna be listening to this I love her to death right but I was like look I just think LA is good better in some things New York's better in it, some it things. really is and she says no and I go uh what about the weather no I love the seasons okay fine Sweaters. what about the beaches right Right. I said the beaches. She said no. We have beaches. I was like, oh, New York City oh, beaches. Are so Far Rockaway and Coney Island is right. as nice as Malibu to you. Right. She couldn't admit that Malibu is a nice. But you beach. know that's because she's she's decided that you know what I I live in New York. And she's the new person. Going, she's the right. person who just joined the fraternity. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So like, so she she's riding just, riding or dying. Right. For, who just for, got for sober? NYC. Who just found Christ? They're all the right. same. They're it's the like, same yeah. story, dude. I I can't because I've been in Brooklyn now uh, almost. 20, I, I moved to Brooklyn in '95. And here's the thing before that people it was don't, cool, I believe. Definitely. I mean, that's that's before white people started coming. Yeah. You know, I, I always blame. I, you know, when white people started moving to Brooklyn uh, after uh, Miranda on Sex in the City, once she did, once once that's she moved uh, to to Brooklyn at first, because first they gave her crap, but then they they went and they were like, oh, it's not that bad. And I remember watching that with my wife. I said, oh, this ain't gonna be good. Well, I don't know. <laughs> there you know here that. comes the neighborhood, you know, because uh, I've lived in pretty, like every part of. Uh, downtown to Central, bro. I was in bed styles. Here's the thing about Brooklyn: no one likes to say a real shithole. Just as Brooklyn's Queens awesome. is. Here's the other thing: Manhattan, real shithole. Oh, New York's New York. a real shithole. Here's here's the thing, people. And I, I'm a New York, native New York yeah, man. I yeah. love NYC, but as you get older, you re- you realize that it's not a, like here's something simple. Uh, we just got the uh, the parking meters that you you can pay with your with credit, credit card, card. Uh-huh. and I remember coming out here on, probably like seven eight years yeah. ago and saying, "Yo, this is awesome." But being a New Yorker, when I got back home, I didn't want to you know I didn't want to ruffle the feathers. I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, "Why why don't we have that? Why why do we yeah. only why are our." Uh, our machines only accepting quarters. At least take dimes and nickels. You yeah. know what I mean? Because because <laughs> the ones in L.A. take dimes and it's like you know what? Take everything. You, you, we'll take whatever. It's, it's currency. New, it's we'll n- take it. New York is like yeah, whatever. You got quarters. That's it. You're yeah. getting a ticket. Or you're getting a ticket. Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, the Bronx and Mount Vernon. Actually, all over New York State. In Oh, in all of New York State. My 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 pops worked for uh, New York State Department of Corrections. God bless him. Uh, he passed a couple of years ago, but he uh, he w- he was uh, he, he worked. He, in, he my worked. dad, my father, six eleven and a half. For real. Uh, but he wasn't se- he wasn't seven feet. He, that that was his thing. I kid I kid you not. My father, uh, you say people say, "Wow, you're tall." He's like, "I'm six. I'm not. I ain't seven feet." I was like, "Dad, with the fro, you're seven feet." Did right? he play? Everything could have been different. Never went to Syracuse when Bayheim played. Never played a league. He's from the Bronx. His parents are Jamaican, so he he uh, he lit- grew up in the Bronx. 
went to Syracuse when Bayheim playing. They used to always want him to play. But his thing was, look, man, I grew up in Catholic school I'm half an in, in the Bronx. Short. And well, they were like I guess the, the the sisters were so mean that he said when school was over he didn't want to be anywhere near that school. And so that just <laughs> he, my my dad was great. a bookworm. He was a history buff, like a a nerd, you know what I mean? And so uh gr- when we were growing up, uh, I was born in the Bronx, and then we moved to Mount Vernon, and I was uh, did like uh, up until I was uh, in middle school, and like. And did, uh, he, did your dad work in prison? Yeah, man, he worked. Uh, it started Bronx County, and then uh, then uh, wound up Bedford Hills uh, Women's Correctional up there, uh, up there, uh, uh, Dan Beacon, and then then we went, we finally moved way upstate. I did my. I went to three high schools. My last high school was uh, up in a place called Batavia, New York, which is right between midway between Rochester and Buffalo because he got transferred to Attica. Oh, so I I used to. Yeah, dude, it was. Let me tell you something. Uh, When I moved, when we moved to Batavia, I essentially looked at my parents and said, I I guess you want me to masturbate a lot because ain't nothing popping off up here. And it it was cold. Like I had never like. We went through in the 70s and early 80s, you went through like New York City winter was notorious. But man, when when we moved up here, because they had the, the Great Lakes, and yeah. so they had that ri- that lake effect snow. We had an ice storm. I had never, I didn't even know there was such a thing. It, that was a movie to me, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it, that's that's when those were my sort of formative years of really starting to build like what became uh, jokes. Because I, I was writing, I saw, I just met Eddie Murphy finally for the first oh, time at, really? at Arsenio last night. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Did you How do was Arsenio it? last night? I didn't do it, um, but I was hanging out. Uh, last week, uh, they they asked me to do some voiceover stuff for them, do like uh, a couple of different impressions for for a bit that they did. And uh, so I went up, and I was I was and Ali Leroy, who's one of the yeah. uh, um, new producers up he's there, done the, he's and, done the, he's yeah, done the, yeah, okay. And uh, Hugh Moore, another good friend, he's a comic and writes there. They they uh, we were all talking, and and um, Claudia. Kagan, I think she's uh she books the talent, and so we were talking, and then she said, "Are you coming back next week?" I said, "For what?" She was like, "Well, Eddie's coming," and I was like, ah, "I don't know," because Eddie's like Yoda to all of us, yeah. you know, and uh and so then Ali was like, "Oh man, you gotta come," and 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 Hugh was like, "Yo, yeah, man, you should come." <laughs> you should Wait, I, all the champs listeners, press pause, go back to their episodes. These are spot on impressions. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> very good. Play. You really got the spirit of of of, uh, of Hugh of for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go." And then I found out, yeah, because I did their podcast. Owen and Ali have a podcast, right? Oh, great! Right. So, um, I went to do their podcast yesterday, and it turns out Ali was stomping to make sure I got a picture with Eddie, because I told him, I said, "Well, nah, I never met him. He's seen me perform. Bless you, he's seen me perform a couple of times, but I never, we never actually right. broke bread and shook hands or whatever." And so, uh, then Owen. Uh, hollered at Ali yesterday during the day. He was like, "Yo, um, you don't realize like Dean really. I mean, he did SNL and he he uh, he uh, worked on Shrek the Musical, playing Donkey." And uh, oh, did uh, he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, on uh, Broadway, right before Broadway, Glickman and I got fired. Oh <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They Glickman. that's which is yeah. Did. I didn't yeah. No, nah, they they uh, I didn't know that until working on the show that um. Most Broadway shows, you'll workshop. We workshop that for like two years, and then right before Broadway, 
uh, we had put it on his legs. And we had Katzenberg and, and uh, uh, Kate, uh, 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 Sam Mendes and his uh-huh. wife, Kate Winslet. They all came. They dug it. We, came, you know, we're feeling good. And then you get that core. Yeah. So, uh, so I was like, but for me, I didn't. Donkey now. Well, it's it's now it's well, all it's off. Uh, a cat that was a Broadway some dude. Yes, like like for me, I didn't I didn't trip on it because the how did you play donkey? By the way, um, do you, I mean, are you in a suit? They by the time it made it to Broadway, yeah, it was it was suit like me. When the furthest we got, we had hoofs. But I was walking upright. <laughs> right. Isn't the show business hilarious? <laughs> how you could be heartbroken of not playing a donkey? Yeah, man. Right, Damn right. It, they, the Damn it! I wanted to be a jackass. They, when they came, <laughs> when they came and took my hoofs away. Right. You know. First they so, came for the horses, and I said nothing because <laughs> I was not a horse. <laughs> but they, dude, they. Um, I the, the first time I went for the audition, I thought it was for uh, a voiceover, so I was totally unprepared. It was it was summer '06, I think. And uh, it was one of those audition spaces in New York that I wasn't used to going to for TV or film. And I hear people singing, but I'm not really paying attention because you know you'll get you'll get the the call or the the email, but you don't read it thoroughly. Yeah. So I, I saw the sides, I read the sides, I had those down, and then I'm hearing people sing. So I open my phone up, and it says Shrek the Musical. I'm like. Damn! So I actually stood up to leave because I was like, I'm not, I don't have right. a song ready. So I'm walking also, out. Can you sing? I can. Oh, I can. can really? Yeah, I, I can. I can. I can. A, I can sing, and B, I'm a mimic, so I can. Right. I can make like I can sing. But can you actually? But I actually, note? I actually okay. can hold the note. So uh, as I'm walking out, casting comes out. Dean, hey, you're next. I was like, damn. So I'm sitting there, and all I can think is, I remember Lauren Michaels said to me years ago. Um, he was like, Dean, Dean, you're charming. People like you. People want to like you. Just, just be charming. So I said, all right, I'm a, I'm about to pull an Axel Foley on them. Right. So they bring oh, me in. You put the banana in the tailpipe? Huh? You, oh, the man in the tailpipe. You did not make no man in the banana in the tailpipe. So I, I go in and I said, you know what? I'll just fess up. So I walk in and. Uh, Janine Tesori, who wrote the songs, and and uh, Jason, uh, who who is the director, all these people in there, and uh, and I just I was I was like I don't I don't have a song, <laughs> you know I don't have a song. They were like, um, do you know the material? I was like, oh, I can be Donkey, I got Donkey, but I don't got a song. They said, well, you know, don't worry about. It. Let's just let's do the scene. So we did the scene where we was like, Paul Fays are delicious. That whole scene, and I'm killing. They're laughing, and then afterwards they're like, all right. Well, what do you normally sing when you audition? I was like, I normally audition for TV and film. Uh, they were like, all right, well, um, well, here, sing anything. Well, just we want to hear your tone. Uh, I was like, anything? They said, yeah. I said, um, happy birthday. And they were like, all right, sing happy birthday. So, I was, and then at that point, you know, when once you as a comic, you know, once you have the room, you can pretty much go anywhere. Right. So I had the room. So then I started clowning. I was like, uh, "Do you want the black one or the white one?" You right. want, you know. And they were like, "All right, the black one." So I was the like, "Black one, please, the black <laughs> right, one." Right, give us the black one. <laughs> so I was like, "Happy birthday so to long. you." And and then even in the song, by the way, most white people don't know the don't know the Stevie own, Wonder version. They don't know the black people have their own happy birthday. Right, right, because which was written for Dr. Martin Luther King's Wait, birthday. Okay, I gotta step in and be white here. You're saying that black people sing the Stevie Wonder version. Sing for the each Stevie, other yes, at their, at birthday. their birthday. Yeah. 
That's yeah. black shit I did not know. You know, yeah. that's that's the beauty of the Champs podcast is we bring the races <laughs> yeah. together yeah. to let people know the real. I know about washcloths in the shower. I that feel was like that's uh, high level. Well, here's what's funny. That is funny you say that because I didn't know that y'all don't do the washcloth in the shower. I Hold would up. like to say <laughs> I very I I rarely <laughs> take direct credit for Chappelle show jokes. That I that was my addition because oh, I, I didn't learn about it from Chappelle show. Is that true? When did you learn I about, about it? I learned about it from. Chelsea, per- I think you were you Chelsea on it? Peretti. Chelsea Peretti's website, BlackPeopleLoveUs.com. That's funny. Okay, were you on that yeah. website? Nah, nah, nah. No. If, you know if, that? If so, nah, I don't. It's Bobby Tisdale and some other. What year girl. was that? That's a long time ago. No, yeah, I feel like it ago. might have been after. Uh, it was because I was roommates with Tony Woods. Oh, and he had a washcloth, and I was like, "What? Is right, dude? I'm telling you, the 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 way I discovered that white people do not do the washcloth in the shower." Was my daughter? This had to be four years ago, four or five years. She had a birthday party. She had uh, a sleepover. <laughs> you didn't know either. That's I didn't. Uh, we, we, white they, people didn't do it. And he knew that black people did it. That's what huh? you're saying. You he knew he that white. white he knew that black people had washcloths. Right. He didn't know the right. white people right. did not. So, uh, uh, what the the uh, our friend's son. Digby, you can tell he was white, right? Yeah, um, Digby, right, right. That's, or well, or his, his parents, his parents are <laughs> yeah. British. So, okay. um, look, I'm just blowing up his spot. His parents yeah, are like, yeah. Dean, why'd you? But, but white people don't use the white schools. No biggie. So, Digby, we we you know they come they come. Uh, it's time for him to bathe, so we give him the towel and the washcloth. He looks at the washcloth like, dear child, what, why are you giving me the small towel? As well as the this large mini one. The large one I so can't. I have use for The little one I can't <laughs> sing, see, think of one thing to do with. So, so after he bathed, it was still dry. And it was like sitting on, on the uh, sill. <laughs> And I said to Tracy, I said, she, th- then my wife, she's like, babe, you didn't give him the one. I said, I, I, you know, she blamed me. I was like, no, yeah. I, I, I gave, I gave him one. I you gave Nick do one. An was your wife like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me? Right. White people? I like, you know, I you sit down with the washcloth. Coming to Digby. a difficult conclusion. You want to tell me why you didn't use the washcloth? Like, it was, I, dude, um, it was, it was, it was, it was amazing to me because I was like, oh, okay. I, yeah. This is not something I, I realize. Yeah. Do you use a washcloth? No. I tried when I found out about it. I thought that does make sense, you know. It, it seems like you'd be cleaner. And I just I Do you use it. like a loofah or one of those I will use a loofah for my face. Be okay. Real, be real, Neil. You usually don't. I uh, but uh no, I do for hand. my face. Soap on hand. Soap on hand. Oh yeah. yeah Get no, the dirt soap, on the fingernails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know you're clean no, when the dirt on the nails. I don't okay. do dirt under my no, fingernails on the shower. <laughs> That's not a thing I do. I will I will do the ATM Soap through my ass crack. Okay, sure. Uh, Who doesn't? Really? And under my my dick and balls. Dick right. balls. Right. Right. Sure. And that's about it. My neck's probably filthy, but uh, oh yeah, I, my I friend, never washed dude, my neck. Richard Bain is a comedian, funny dude. And he, he had a joke. He go, and I never thought of it. It's like one of those observational jokes that you don't mm. realize till you hear it. He goes, "Does anybody else here never wash their legs in the shower?" And I just thought, <gasps> I, I, started you, I my actually, legs you know what's funny? I. The, I have to remind. That's one that you're conscious of because there's the quick shower. Right. There's a there's a here. I'm in a rush, so you hit the main the right. main areas, and then there's the if I went to the, if I if I went to the gym.
gym and I really sweat Nothing it up. Nothing is getting on my legs that needs to be flicked off. Do you know no, what I but mean? No, if, but if you sweat, the, the, the your skin dirt uh, will build up. And you'll notice like when you, fi- when you finally scrub your legs that you get a lot of dead skin. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't, give, I don't care. Well, I mean, it's one of the things like <laughs> white, that's so. that's on right, right. that's on. I mean, that's that's for my legs to do. That's not my problem. That's right. He's like, that's a different. That's a entity different. Altogether. That's a different hemisphere. I don't fuck with my legs. What's right. another thing that you've learned about white people that you found interesting over the years? <sighs> well, you know what? Speak on the on the Eddie Murphy tip. The reason Delirious. Uh, I remember it was September eighty, like September tenth or thirteenth, eighty three was when Delirious premiered, and the reason. But who's counting? That's again, right. again, people that are not over thirty think that we're crazy about Eddie. They right. literally think right. that we're insane. Because they're like, is do? Dr. No, do I don't. I no, no, no. But like people that seen, don't understand, don't people are like. You Literally, know, people. I'll have people come up to me and be like, "What is it with you guys?" Where I'm like, "Dude, you can't <laughs> right. even." Right, you get because because it's you either got it and yeah. you came up with it or you didn't. And no, so, but Neil has a basically uncritical eye. He ba- ba- Neil will basically say that like every Eddie Murphy movie is. Amazing. No, I won't. I just think I will forgive the fart jokes in Nutty Professor where you won't. Right. right okay. That's true. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. okay. Because I'm probably closer to you where yeah. I didn't hate Norbit. His, um, we'll go back to what we were saying about uh, the, the white people. But Norbit, I remember I uh, it was playing in Times Square. I had a spot when the Laugh Factory had the New York Club. Yep. I had about two hours to kill. And so I went to see Norbit. And uh, I remember sitting there, and initially, I'm, I'm, and it was sold out. It's a, uh, Saturday night. It's sold out. I Norbert had to made sit. hundred million dollars. Yeah, I had to sit like Norbert. in row number three because mm-hmm. it was sold out. So I'm, I'm, I squeeze in between someone, and ten minutes into the movie, there are a couple of what some people would say. Well, that's up, Mark. That's not, that's not highbrow humor. Um, Digby, uh, Digby, Digby right? That, yeah. And so I'm watching, and everybody's laughing, but I'm on my—I'm a comic. I don't right. just laugh at anything, right? You know. And then, uh, then this, a voice in my head saying, "said Shut up, just watch the day, enjoy it. That's funny." And so, and then after I sort of let that guard down, I actually enjoyed the movie. It's yeah. like a—it's, I—I was—I could have directed it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Norbit. Oh, like, literally, who, yeah. who wound up uh, directing that? Brian Robbins Bri- okay, from Head the Class. Right, you got right. Everybody, director. let's not forget his uh, chin. I got. I don't know if I got offered. I mean, I was. I would have been on the short list to direct. Right, right, right. And uh, I, d- but I was like, I, I'm not. I didn't want to get into those kinds of movies. Those okay. like big, broad family movies. Right, right, right. Um, Why but, not? Because uh, because a- it's just not my thing. Okay, okay. I mean, I ended up doing a movie that sunk me anyway, but. Uh, but the um, but but that it's there's shit in it that's really it's fucking Eddie Murphy is an exactly. unbelievable performer. That's How the thing. are you doing? I did, like I, there there yeah. were things about I remember Maceo in New York. He was like he was like how many t- man how many times can she say How are you doing? And I was like, uh, and and there's yeah, nothing worse than <laughs> yeah. What well, is nothing worse than being the one comic that rolls with it because everyone else then looks at you like it's a like it's an attack on you know what your sense the, of humor? how appealing I find Eddie. How you doing was a catchphrase stolen from Friends from Dig the show Friends. That it. was Joey's catchphrase. Uh-huh. Dig it, That's and funny. they totally just took it. Well, here put now, it in orbit, and so few black people watch Friends uh-huh. that they didn't know that it was stolen. See, now here's what's funny: I got 
that he got it from Wendy Williams because Wendy on her radio show, which she now does on her show, that how you doing? Yeah, that's that's where I thought uh, uh, that, he, that he got. Like it. I she, think that she may have. She might have though. She might have. I think she might have got it from, from Joey. Well. Um, but yeah. So with with the uh, with the white people thing, when I first moved, we first after we left Mount Vernon, we moved up to. We were part of that exodus of. Uh, Black people and Latinos that moved from New York City to the suburbs of New York. So we wound up in uh, Yorktown Heights for a couple of years. And what drove the exodus? Was it um, like a it was just program the, or something? I don't, I don't know what There's it was, honestly. Thing. It was just in the early 80s, everybody was, was – you saw more and more black families move into the burbs. And right. so we were the – we were one of two black families on our block on uh, on Overlook Avenue in Yorktown Heights. Got it. And uh, – and I remember our neighbor, Brian D. and Robert D. And they came, Robert came over and introduced himself when we moved in. And he became one of my close friends just because he was my neighbor. And his father was a cop. And this dude cursed his family out. Oh, all, that, oh that's a classic. All the time. Like, and... So when when right after we moved up, Delirious came out, and Eddie was talking about him being a fresh air fun kid, where he'd come out during the summers and come and, and live up in uh he actually where he wound up going he went up to Rochester, which one of the places that we lived was across the street from the family that used to take him in. Oh, got it. Which was just a weird yeah, yeah. weird tidbit. But um, Robert D used he used I mean. Because in my mind, I'm like, even if Italian or Irish, uh, both, both. <laughs> he was. Hilarious. They were Italian and Irish. <laughs> Double I. Yeah, because the mother was Italian and the father was Irish. No, no. no. Well, that's what. I was, all right, the father. I was going to say, who's the yeller? Oh, okay. okay. He was either going to be. Oh, because the Italian would curse his mom. An Italian would. Right. Ma, cur- Italian ma. would have like. Wait, Robert. The father would curse the family out. No, no the kid, the kid. Robert. The kids. Oh, got it. That's, that's a classic, funny. dude. That is a classic white I, realization. To, to this day, I I because I don't really curse anyway, but I hardly like it, me saying I'm pissed off around my mother. Still, yeah, probably like isn't isn't going to happen. I rem, I remember I had a because I went to like a mostly black middle school. Uh huh. And I remember I had a lot of emotional problems when I was uh-huh. in middle school. And we were out in the quad, and my mom was screaming at me about some behavioral thing. And I was just like, fuck you, mom. Oh, and then I like, and the whole. I turned my head. Everyone's and there was, it was, no, there was, it was empty because it was like between okay. classes. I turned, and there was one black girl making like deep, <laughs> like slow motion eye contact with me. And she just went. These white motherfuckers are crazy. And Did I just remember feeling so oh, ashamed. <laughs> like somehow it penetrated me all the way through my cultural bias into the reality of what she was saying. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I knew she was right. You know what I mean? I was like, we are awful. Did you sign it and yell it? No, she could like. And by oh, the time right. you're going, fuck you. Your His mom, mom was deaf. My mom's deaf. Yeah, oh. truly. But it was but, like, Oh, but that's even crazy. Yeah. You said, you said yeah. it so... You, so you cursing your mom out, knowing she can't hear you, but she can read she your lips yeah. clearly. But I seriously, I just it. turned and just like locked eye contact with this lone girl, just like shaking her head in pure disgust. Now, did she know that your mother was was deaf? I don't. I don't. Did think that so. add to it? No, probably, I'm just wondering. I'm signing to her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. How? Because you know much? what I mean. Because that just to me, if if that just adds to it, because that adds to the I white brothers are crazy. Because it like not only is he cursing his his mother, he's cursing. He's Poor it, to to mother. make sure that she understands <laughs> it, he he enunciated every uh every letter, every syllable. You, 
Oh, mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, white people. Uh, white people you know, I don't find no one in my family cursed out. My teenage girls will in white girl. Like if it's not. Uh, you never seen those YouTube videos though of like little. little oh no, like, no no no! But mom, especially like mom. in my like the only people that like really got mad. No one ever said fuck you mom or fuck you dad. Yeah, it'd just be like this place. My sister would like Robert away, D did like that. Robert D. That dude, you, I, he used. To, I mean, I'm. He he. The it was so. Operatic that to this day my wife knows his name because I used I told her all the I was like it was just amazing. I met a white person one time. It, yeah, never, like yeah, I mean, fifteen years really, later you met your wife, and dude. Like, he just wife. Can I tell you something? Uh, and he and kid. he was and he was the younger son, like the the oldest the oldest son Brian, who's off age with my uh, my older brother. They they were both three years older than us, and. They didn't. He Brian didn't really curse. He was a little more respectful to his parents. I but, think it might be a generational thing. I think it might be yeah. my generation, like around mm-hmm. like the, the ADD. You know, like let's yeah. talk it out. Latch kind of key kid. Okay, okay. My mom was literally in the middle. Like okay. when we were young, she would fucking hit us with a belt. And well, then at a yeah. certain point, she no, but I'm saying at a certain point, she went to therapy, and the therapist said that's not appropriate, and she started giving us timeouts. Like, oh. I was like literally in the middle of both of those realities. You're in the middle of two hacky right. premises. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then she co-signed my <laughs> loan. Um, and then, uh, so Dean, what are you? You're married. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. you didn't. So you met Eddie yesterday, and he was. Yeah, there? man. So we, um, so uh, Ali like made sure he Ali went. He he asked because Eddie Murphy doesn't really do pictures. Yeah. He doesn't take pictures, um, and so Ali in advance uh, he he emailed Eddie's assistant, and then he uh, at the show um, she really wasn't make, making any leeway about it. So then he um, while they were on set doing the show, he's taking pictures of Arsenio and Eddie, and then he leans over to Arsenio. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, man, I got Dean Evans from Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's a big fan of Eddie's. You think he could get a picture with Eddie? So Arsenio told him, "You know, um, play it by ear. It shouldn't be yeah. a problem. But just have him ready um, as soon as the show ends, because once Eddie walks, his people are going to pull him every yeah. which way and then get him out of there." So uh, they went and got me from under the under the bleachers. I'm standing over. You were hiding. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Looking at but but then what? Hello, Mr. Murphy. Hello, Mr. Murphy. Right. Right. Practicing, Mr. Murphy. Hi, hi, Ed. No. Hey, Eddie. Uh, (laughs) Hey, mama. Uh, Um, should I do it in the voice? (laughs) Hey, Ed. It's like we we both know. Um, hi. So, hi, 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 hi. You doing? So, um, so I think what also made it easier was, uh, I knew a bunch of cats in Eddie's family. I know Ray Junior. And Vernon, and yeah. so once Ali saw that, he said, "Oh, it shouldn't be a problem. It should yeah. be real easy." So I went and waited over, and then when the show ended, he, um, and God bless Ali because he really made he wanted to be as yeah. respectful as possible. So he's like, "Hey, Eddie, um, this is uh, Dean Evans from Saturday Night Live." He was like, and and Eddie almost yeah, looked offended. Eddie. He was like, yeah. "Hey, man, what's up?" And yeah, I was like, like "I'm like, fucking Dean, right?" Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Hey, man, how you?" T-? I was like, "I'm cool, man." So I, I said, "Hey, man, I just wanted to. We never actually shook hands, and and so we did." And he was like, "You might can we take a picture?" He was like, "Yeah, of course." And and I think Eddie was also feeling good. It was the episode of Arsenio airs tonight, but this will obviously yeah, the, the podcast this, comes out. By the time this hits, go on YouTube because it was, it was great. you know what it was dope because it was just 
dope seeing Eddie and Arsenio just flow, you know, and they were just in the rhythm and there was a dance, you know, and they were just having fun. And anyone that grew up watching those old episodes of Arsenio, it's a a nice nostalgic moment. Realize. So he was in a good mood because it was good, good TV. And uh, we took up. He smiled. That's that's uh, Mello was there. And Sarah, Sarah, afterwards, she was like. Eddie doesn't p- take pictures with anyone, and and, yeah. and he all, and he smiled in the pictures. So I was like, all right. And then uh, as he was leaving, uh, he was like, damn man, you you taller than I uh, thought. And I was like, nah man, it's the afro. He's like, yeah. and I, and in my I was like, I got Eddie Murphy to laugh. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing cartwheels. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, he laughed. I'm good. And then uh, the rest was cake. And uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. It was it was it was a. Uh, How cool. was the picture? Out of focus. <laughs> I know, right? No, uh, nah. Ali has to. Uh, he, he took it oh, on his camera. We didn't camera. want to do a bunch of yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. People with with cell phones, so he did, yeah. took the one. He said he'll email it to me, and then we uh, G thing and Damon Williams uh, were there, so they came he, down. What's G thing doing? Uh, uh, G thing was just hanging in the audience, but he, I think he did the show a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we we all took a nice picture, like Ali, Leroy, G thing, myself, Damon. Uh, just and we took a picture with Arsenio, and that that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was, it was nice. You did stand up on the show, right? No, no, oh, I'm. Uh, I'll, 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 hopefully, I'll do it. You're, you're about to do it, yeah. I think I'm supposed to do you're it. Yeah, do it? Okay. I think I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 there's no. I think that's cool. I, I'm into it. I, like, it's Arsenio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking mad that he hasn't come on this show. Oh yeah, totally. Like I'm straight up because right. I've email. I like we're he Yo, follow, we cool. follow each other right. on Twitter. Like we're right. cool, and he's like, oh man, and it's like, dude, Chris has done it. Right. Chris Rock said it. Blake Griffin said it. Like big people have done it. Right. It's not like some right. Person. And not- also, you're gonna need guests at some point. Like right. as a guy that's karmically, don't you want to just do somebody a right, solid? Right, 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 um, right. You think it's because he's like no? Well, I've been asking him since we started for two years, oh, so okay. it wasn't even like I could make a guess what it is. Right. It's probably like some context shit. You know, it sounds like you want to come do my podcast, and he's like so old school that he's just like, no, I don't do a, a thing. I don't do a thing like that. But people know by now, just with I mean, just off of like um, Marin's joint, like yeah. yeah, I think the 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 general populace. Knows now that but black the, people have been slow to it. Okay, that's true because yeah. I just I just started. We just started. Uh, I, I'm only six episodes in. Uh, to we have a podcast. Oh, you have one. Yeah, yeah. Every I was one of those dudes. I was like, I guess you know, everybody's gonna oh, have I a podcast. Go. But I finally uh, gonna go on this Facebook thing now. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What is this MySpace? Um, well, wait. Well, okay. I want to know what the name of the podcast is. Oh, it's. Uh, I have a bit where I talk about not cursing. Um, I curse dyslexically, so it's like uh, so yuck foo for the mucker. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's called the for the mucking protocol, and and the and the, <laughs> and the title came from uh, this cat. You know Joe Joseph Vesey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, I did his um, the callback. I did his podcast, and then uh, Big J Okerson and I have been talking. For two years, comics are the worst because we have ideas, but the execution is the yeah. problem, you know. And so, Big J and I, we had this this podcast idea. We both um, 
we reference 80s movies or like if Jay starts something, I can finish it just because right. we have the same sort of uh, we, we have the same reference point. You know, like everybody doesn't know rapping with Ma- uh, Mario Van Peebles. You know, yeah. rapping. This movie had to happen, you know, with Ice-T. Oh, I don't remember that. Right, that right. But Big J and I can quote this movie verbatim. We can quote uh, 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 Red Dawn and a- anything that came out from 1978 to 19. 19- 92 you know uh anything with from golden globus the ninja remember the ninja movies and ninja three domination with the girl that was a break dancer and in, in, uh breaking uh uh lucinda or linda dickey and yeah she, this is where you lose i don't I'm, know I'm, right stop, right I like listening you, to you a few of right i don't know Chappelle could though. do the same thing he could do fucking vol- people from fucking breaking right and, and right. i was like I don't, dude i don't yeah I'm man laughing. so so jay and i we were like yo we gotta do this and every time we saw each other in the clubs like yeah man we're gonna do it and then one time we went so far as actually saying we're gonna write uh notes and take notes and we did but nothing happened so i i was talking to vessi about um doing it and he was like yo man um i'll i'll help you with it so i was like oh yeah well but then it be- seemed like it was gonna come to fruition i start g- getting a little nervous i was like yeah well maybe i don't know and then uh he hit me like the day after we did it he was like dude Man, you uh, my sound guy because he has a, a professional sound dude, um, that works on a bunch of different sets, and dude, um, his name is Mike, and he was like, Mike loved you, like because I, because I, like, uh, oh, during the during the podcast, I just have, I I naturally go in and out of impressions of whoever, you know, if it, like I was, Tracy if I'm doing Tracy, I just All go right, into just, it. Let me let's go through this. Let's guess sure. some. Okay. Yeah, oh, do, like you that. want me to do different impressions? All right. Well, you just got that one. That's my boy Trey Morg from the Projects. Um. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, here's, here's what people have to realize. Uh, Moshi. Moshi? Uh, Pacino. Moshi, no, it's no, not Pacino. Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, all right. But what's, what's interesting about that that a lot of people don't realize is Pacino influenced Denzel, so he borrows uh-huh. the things that he even said in, a, in an interview with, with Barbara Walters back in 92, right, when, when – uh, the, uh, the, the Denzel was nominated for Malcolm X – and uh, <laughs> you've got four. It sounds like you've got four neighborhoods for Denzel. Yeah. Well. Well. The thing with Denzel, like most people, when they do an impression of anyone, they're really doing an impression of one Somebody of their movie characters, yeah. or or someone else yeah, doing yeah. an impression. So when people do Denzel, they really they're really doing uh, their impression of him from Training Day. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, whereas Denzel, if you, the best thing to do, anyone that ever does impressions, watch people in their interviews when they yeah. panel on on Leno or whatever, because that's where that's where you get the the subtleties and and you you realize some of his s's sound more like sh, you know, and uh and 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 and, and, and his stuttering, you know, and uh, uh um, how long will you do an impression before you do it publicly? How long will you practice? I I don't honestly I don't really I'll just. I I will only do it if I have a joke. Right. I don't. I feel it's kind of hacky, not kindness. I think it's hacky to just go on and just set up. Man, do you do what would barbecue? it be like? Yeah. What, what would it be like if you? If, huh? If right. Because it's so. No, hear me out. Yeah. It's a waiter, <laughs> but. It's Denzel. Right. Exactly. He's talking, have you ever seen the omnibus ones where guys would be like, can you imagine Ugh. Denzel Washington, Tracy Morgan, right. 
there was fucking one set I saw. I think it was was it Arnez J. Billy Ocean. Some there was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're all talking. Yeah, the they, and they're all stuck on a rowboat during a ice storm. Right. There was something I saw. I don't know if it was Arnez or I don't know who it was, but their act was so basically just filler to get to another impression of an animal. Oh, and it was like, blah, 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 falcon. And then, like, the most astonishing <laughs> falcon impression you've ever seen right. in your life. And then, That's blah, funny. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, was like, it's a hippo. Like, you just right. couldn't believe That's it. That's funny. But yeah, that's a, I. I always I don't like uh, I don't like doing that type of run of of impressions. So um, I always if I if I do if I hear someone and I dig their voice, I right. just I just will do it. I may not have a joke, could but I'll just Neil? do it. Um, if I sat and listened to it, even if I couldn't get his tone, I could get his mannerisms. Because uh, that's because that's to me that's the fun part of doing an impression yeah. is when when you get someone's. The nuances, you know, yeah. anyone, anyone can do like, like, uh, like Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is really on the back, the the top of his throat, and but but everything, you know, he he always like his he's always looking up, you know, and he's not super short, but he's not too super tall either. So <laughs> everything is, and and he doesn't smile. And often, t- like when I was on SNL, a lot of the impressions would just come out of desperation to make sure. I got on because they would just throw something at you. So, uh, like, they, they wrote a sketch. Maya Rudolph and Anna Gasteyer used to do this uh, Destiny's Child spoof called Gemini's Twin. Yep. And one morning uh, came in. It was a table read day. And Maya was like, hey, uh, hey, Dean, can you do, um, you know that guy Sway from MTV? I was like, uh, yeah, 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 I remember him. She's like, can you do him? And so then mentally I'm like sort of going through I'm like oh, he, yeah, he, he's kind of I think he's somewhere right here right but he's like real but that's it was just like always like a, a he's a, also a bad broadcaster that's the thing I've always said about Twitter. he's bad at talking it's the he's one of those guys it's like he must have been the dopest intern of all time that's he 40. came from the bay you know he had a radio yeah, show yeah. for a long time by the yeah, way so I was in a cab and the guy in Portland and the guy was talking I go Swain I go, yo man are you exactly. from are you from the bay he's like how'd you know that but it was just like I could just fucking tell. Hey folks, how'd you know? Uh, yeah, how'd, how'd you, you know, know that, that though? You, you, you hell eyes. My partner. Right, uh, <laughs> wait, all right, do some more. Do Peace, some more. people. Um, damn, who, who else do I do? I did Tracy. Uh, yo, it's your boy Young H O in the building. Kanye. No, I know. I know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you, this kid, you, um, you know, I pretty much where I see it, I, I ended Ja Rule's career, and <laughs> you know, fifty, uh, 50, right. 50 cent. Uh, like now keep in mind I'm an artist But I'm sensitive about my shit Liza Minnelli Chris, Chris Tucker <laughs> All I can do is come up with Chris Tucker people. doing a Michael Jackson joke <laughs> I can only do Chris Tucker doing one of his 25 minutes of Michael Jackson just, jokes uh, Digby that's Digby? A, exactly Is that Digby? No that was um, Eric Badu Eric Badu Oh that's um, funny Yeah Was um, that Eric Badu? Yeah that actually, yeah, Could have been funny. Chris Tucker too ah, yeah, But, but you, now that you say it I'm like Yeah cause Chris But Chris Tucker Chris, Chris is hot. It's funny because my voice over over time. If you don't do something with your voice, it gets weaker. And I used to do. Uh, I had a uh, I had a Chris Tucker joke because people used to say we I favored him and I kind of looked right. like him. And so I had I had that standard, you know. And this woman came up to me. She's like, "I love Chris Tucker." I was like, "I don't look nothing like Chris." She's like, "I always said if I if I met Chris Tucker, I'd give him a well." What do you, I mean? What are you saying, man? Like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it was real hack. The Chris Tucker one time did a show in New York at the Beacon Theater, and uh, and 
uh, remember, you know Barry Katz? Yeah, the of manager. course, buddy. So, so uh, <laughs> it's like the middle of the show, and Tucker's up there killing, and Barry's walking down the aisle. Barry's like six <laughs> He's fucking a giant. five, looks yeah. like Snuffleupagus. And Chris in the middle of a bit and goes, what's up, Barry? And then just <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever heard no, for it's some the best. No, it's the best. Like, me and Dave still say to the table, like, what's, what's up, up, Barry? That is so fucking funny, Like, dude. the fact that Tucker stopped his show to just say hello to some fucking weird some white weird dude. And it, but it was funny because he was probably mid-joke, yeah, mid say, It was so fucking funny. in the middle like, of the joke. Man, so I was hanging out with... So then, no, I was talking to my family. What's up, Barry? And... It's interesting that that joke, that inside joke, is very translatable. Yeah, like it, yeah. that is hilarious. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a funny fucking guy. It's yeah. like the guy who's in the middle of getting his ass beat, and he yeah. looks over and says hello to you. Or something. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right, that's exactly. Like, there's just something about just like stopping the action just to say hello to some fucking weirdo, you know? So hey man, say give some respect, man. Uh, how long? Uh, all right. So, what are the te- what are the highlights of your life? Of my life? Yeah, yeah. that's oh, a good question. Five highlights of your life. Five highlights. What's, okay, let's go back to this question, which I asked somebody a year and a half ago. I asked Robert Thomas this, and you shit on me. Did you let him finish answering? Yeah. Uh, the the it, if there's a Dean Edwards movie, uh-huh. oh, I do remember this being a bad <laughs> who, question. That's funny. Who plays <laughs> Dean Edwards, and what's the character's arc? The character. Oh, that's terrible wow. question. It's not. That's a great question. That's that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a better. That's a written submission question. That's you know what I mean. Um, in the story of my life, who that's would a question I have at played? The interview. This comes from a listener named Neil. Yeah, no. The, I, the I would, you know what? I would have that kid that played because I'm I'm also thinking who's castable. Like everybody, you Michael want B. to Jordan? Um, actually, actually, I would like. He's too light for you. He'd he's have to, he's, he'd have to he's light up. skin. But I was thinking the guy that played Jackie Robinson, uh, Ch- uh, Chad, Chad, yeah, Chad Har- Bozeman. You know Bozeman. he's he's uh, he's, he's playing James Brown. I know he's fucking playing everybody. Yeah, Hilarious. I was like, can he's like, can I just just yeah, like, be in who Star Wars? One, yeah, like episode eight. Or something? He's bringing stories of famous black people to white right. people. Hey, you guys heard about this guy? Right, I'd be happy right. to play him. But I, I would I would have him because uh, we we he's he's complexion wise he he probably uh, fits it and the arc. Um, you'd have to, you'd have to, I'd probably started around me seeing Eddie Murphy delirious. Okay. Um, this is a great, he's proving what a great question this is. Yeah. Go ahead. I was started around, um, no, actually I was started with me moving to Yorktown Heights from, from the city and then meeting Robert D because. Hey, fuck you, dad. <laughs> boom. And yeah. then. Push in on young and, Dean. Push in on me. Shot. <laughs> cut to. Saturday night we're eating dinner and then Eddie Murphy Delirious comes on me running to my parents room saying that's what I'm gonna do and then fast forward um, through you know maybe maybe uh, via uh, you know uh, multiple cuts showing us move to different areas in New York State and then me in college like I'm seeing like a uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark map yeah n- exactly oh, nice nice the red dot you see yeah, you yeah, see yeah, it yeah, going sure. further Green, upstate yeah. New York Cairo um, yeah um, guy with a sword for no reason in B- Batavia <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it would, the, the the first excuse me that that would then end with us at me in college uh, getting on stage during the Apollo night. Um, uh, did be, that? Yeah, we did. We had an, every, college, every school not had the Apollo. I've was done. It a black I performed. School? 
It was nah. It was a community college, and they literally so you, called it Apollo. They night? called it um, the talent show was called Apollo night because Showtime at the Apollo was big, right? And so, you, so it was a boo situation, though. Oh, it was a serious boo situation. So what happened? Ah, uh, dude. Sometimes people get boo happy though. Yeah, they, and they, you know, <laughs> yeah. and they, they kind of did. I do stand up. They get I mean, boo. They're boo get, happy. Y'all, in fact, you get intro. Y'all, y'all feeling boo happy? <laughs> right. Coming right. on stage. That's the most insecure comedian though. Like, but sometimes people are boo happy. You right. know what I mean? Right. You know. You know. That room stinks. That, <laughs> you, you can't. You can't do well in that room. Right. No, I mean, everybody else did, but they're all yeah, happy. Yeah, but, uh, right. They were boo happy when I got right. a real comic. But they um most of the like this this was a week before Def Comedy Jam premiered, so there weren't no one expected or was used to seeing c- comedy. There were most most of the performers were rappers, singers, and dancers. And I was and actually, these are black people, or white people, black people. And, um, and what school was this? This was Monroe Community College, Rochester, New York. Okay, so what would so. So okay, was so, it mostly a black crowd? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> so they they were boo happy. Okay, um, because Showtime the Apollo was hot, and I didn't tell anybody I was. Like I said, everyone knew I rhymed in in school, but no one knew I had been writing jokes for like a decade. You know, right? So you were ra- you were known around t- around, around yeah. Monroe Community College. Yeah, as, the as, big, as, you were, as, if as I'm not mistaken, the biggest rapper in the. Uh, Monroe Community College in the district. Rochester area. Uh, no, because there were stupid. <laughs> there were uh, there were like dudes that were out there, but everyone knew. Like, I, uh, my boy Deshaun was my DJ and producer, and we used to dig in the crates and like we were. I bought a Tascam four track, and you I mean, certainly have all the vernacular, vernacular out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah you know, digging the crates, right Tascam, yeah, oh, all that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Adidas, exactly, yeah. all that, all that. So. uh so I was doing August Wilson's Fences in in which school. I've heard is a great play. great play, great, it's great play. Never seen it, never, seen never it? read it. I keep meaning to download it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Heard it may apply, uh, as a matter of fact, father and I. Very if uh, if a big Eddie Murphy fan, Eddie was they bought the rights to it years ago. Eddie kept talking about they were they uh, like every interview they were like, um, so what's up next? He was like, um, we just uh, we bought the rights to this uh, play Fences, and I'm gonna. And he, it never happened. That Can you been do awesome. Stone Magician, Eddie? Stone. What That's what Eddie's sort of become in interviews. That's in funny. Yeah. Hey, uh, Neil, uh, we're still in the middle of an arc, man. Yeah, sorry. In, in the arc. So, yeah, I don't even need to say. So, I. Uh, Get on stage. D- during, d- so, I tell my friends, I'm like, here's my camcorder. Record anything that's interesting. Because I got in the contest two days before the, the show. It was when the decision was made because we had rehearsal for fences was was running late. So I went to where they were prepared. They were doing the lineup for the talent show, got on the stage and started snapping on people. Friend Kiki, she was like, Dean, you should get in the show. I was like, well, it's two days away. She's like, yeah, but everybody thinks there's no time, Kiki. There's no time, Kiki. Dean, it's it's the Mount Vernon Community College Apollo night. Right. It does not matter. So I get in it, and for the next, <laughs> yeah, no, I know them. It's like it was only two days left for this local Before community the big college. Apollo night, right? Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I that's a big. deal. I think for com- for comics, the hardest thing is getting on stage the first time. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's and, a big, especially in that yeah, set right. of circumstances. So I was like, you know, just it was a hail mary pass. The night of the show, I, I tell my friends here, record anything that's interesting. The host is on, and he says, "Yeah, we have a couple more acts. Uh, we have a comedian, a uh, guy named Dean Edwards." <gasps> Hold up. So all of my friends, you can hear them on the on the tape. They're like, what? Dean, c- comedian? The they're rapper? Like, Yo, they're going to boo him. So they bring me I'm out, I'm sure man. of it. <laughs> they bring me out, and uh, 
And someone tried, like these two kids from Brooklyn, uh, I remember Ruben and Rob, they yeah. didn't like me because they were trying to highlight these girls I was trying right. to highlight. And so, uh, so they tried booing. I wouldn't want to holler against you. <laughs> I wouldn't. Girl, yeah. you're cute. No, thank you. <laughs> and and uh, I go, this is, I, I was like, no boo allowed because if you boo, you get the jello, jello pudding pop. And that got like a dumb laugh. And then I went into <laughs> so, I, Again, I love impressions. And Ruben, I had a, even Ruben said <laughs> <laughs> I had a sketch I wish I'd actually gotten to you uh, because it was you were on SNL I think before Chappelle show started yeah, yeah I had a sketch when American Idol first started and it was going to be called American Cosby Impression that's and it was hilarious. just going to be all people doing Cosby impressions <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that's <laughs> And it would just be like judged by people. I don't know, that's it would have to be yeah. Bill Cosby judging. No, it would have to be. It would have no. It would actually have to be another comedian doing Bill Cosby. Right, that would be it even funnier. Yeah, that would be like hilarious. Like the I, I don't, I don't really think then, that he's. Then uh, you said the right. You, you did. You had to bounce into each and every word. As so, I wound up coming in second place uh, in the contest. And once, once that happens. The bug was bit, so that's the first. That's the uh, okay. first act. So that's the end of the first. Yeah, act. second act. Uh, you go to me moving back that, to yeah, the that city. cutaway to the Chappelle show set. With the yeah, that was weird. But whatever. Was People, this is a, right. sort of an esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> Def, definitely esoteric. So, um, so uh, you got to show me. Um, so you have to have the moment where my father. Uh, pulls me in into I'm in the den and and I'm in college and he's like why yeah, you doing I comedy well no you know what he said he said he said why um he's like when was your last show and I was like uh I was like oh, I did a show um three weeks ago and my father he was like you ain't no real comedian and I was like yeah I am he's I like, didn't grow he's like, six feet eleven inches and a half <laughs> to watch you waste your life <laughs> he's like he's like I was like I was like I did a show uh, a couple weeks and I have another one. I'm I'm hosting a fashion show in two weeks. He was like, "You like a comedy reservist?" He was like, "Damn." He was my father went in, but yeah. he was was he, your dad Patrice? Yeah. I know he was like, "You stink." <laughs> you know what, Dean? Listen, um, <laughs> I, just, uh, I mean, you're funny, but uh, you stink. I, uh, I mean, I if you want to go ahead, do that thing where he would casually pick his nose. Yeah, he would. <laughs> yes, he would. He would. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. And and so that made me move back to New York. Uh. And then cut to. Um. Were you at the Def Jam that uh I did that Dave hosted? Remember Maya was on it. Maya. Drew Georgia. Yeah. Chappelle. It was like the Def Jam. Def I remember. Jam, I remember that one of the ones jams. that he hosted. Was your dad there? Nah. Nah. But he saw it. Yeah, of course. My father was my biggest fan. Yeah, that's cool. My parents man. He my must have been fan. so happy. He, I mean, you. my father used to send me texts once cell phones. He used to send texts just saying, um, remember the force will be with you. Always. Like, that, that was my nerd. dad. He <laughs> was. He was. That's he was awesome. a giant nerd. I, you yeah. know, nobody told him. Yeah, that, I would, but, nobody would mention right. it to him. <laughs> you know, got a, and he did a good Alec Guinness as well, yeah. your father. Yes, yes, yes. Remember, <laughs> remember the force will be with you. Somebody in solitary would yell it, though. You're right. just a nerd. You're just a nerd. <laughs> nerd. You I, could you nerd. imagine my father fecalizing? Uh, <laughs> he's in the fetal position. He's like, why are you call you a nerd? Um, they hear the key turn. They, I, I take you it back. You got to go nerd. soon, by the way, man. Oh, is it? Damn. Time flies. You got to go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, speed. Speed. Yeah. We gotta yeah. Get so, to the so that's the arc. So, so 
Uh, moved back to New York, first big break, Def Comedy Jam, then sort of a blur, the, the, the hungry years of struggling comic, uh, maneuvering through the New York City comedy scene. Uh, you gotta show me testing for this, uh, this, uh, uh, UPN sketch show that never happened and me sucking cause I really was bad. Uh, and then me saying, you know what, I got to get better at this, so I'm going to take classes with Second City. Um, they had a class over the Comedy Cellar, so I took classes with them, and then that prepared me for the Mad TV auditions a year later. And I wound up auditioning for Mad TV, and Owen Smith and Donnell, and you have you have to have uh, Owen Smith and Donnell Rollins cats in the room because I, I, uh, I had a great uh, audition. Um, and then as I leave the room... I'm walking out. I get a call from my manager. They they want want to see you tomorrow. So I feel good. And then that same night, I have a showcase. So I I have a stand up showcase. I kill. Going the next day, uh uh, and kill it uh, at the Mad TV call uh, callbacks. And then a week later, I'm shooting a KFC commercial. So at the KFC <laughs> commercial, uh, my agent calls. He's like, "Good news, better news. Good news, Mad TV." Uh, they had. They just. They don't want to test you. They just want to give offer you six episodes. I'm like, yeah. He's like, but the better news is people from SNL were in the audience at that showcase, and they're interested. So show that whole summer of uh, 2001, and boom. That's that's really the end of Act One. So Act Two is uh, SNL. Um, the the highs and lows of SNL. What a great question. Uh, and it really You're was. Right. It was the question. highs and lows of uh, of SNL. Um, you know, and then the post SNL years. Um, you know, the decade uh, that leads up to this to this podcast. Right. right. The you final, ask you asking that question, and good. then the final the final act. What did you learn? Hold from, on. The final act. Yeah, go. Okay. And the final the final act. <laughs> Is me ascending to the the top of uh you know the Hollywood heap and having my uh Newsweek article like Eddie Murphy, Mister Boxer, the same smile and them spoofing the red leather and smiling and we're you, in and the future now. You, yeah, yeah, uh, this is in the future. All right. Well, what did uh, let's say you uh it ends. This is the end of the movie mm-hmm. right here. Uh, if if this is the end of the movie, we we end on a dude who has a family and is happy. Uh, you know, getting to uh, you know, t- tell his jokes, tour um, all, all over the world. From what from, did you learn? What have I learned? What as a as a man? What did Dean? What did oh, what did Dean learn? Yeah. Uh, Dean learned that that the the beauty was was the journey. That that the the success was actually um the peaks and valleys of the journey and being able to survive uh throughout and and realizing that not it's a metaphor for life that life is a journey and there is this the success <laughs> yes i did just pull out a toothbrush and toothpaste he pulled out the <laughs> biggest handled toothbrush i swear if to god i thought see, it was a vibrator for if, two seconds and if you could see how white dean's teeth are you would yeah. understand that's hilarious. Well, that's a great way for us to end this episode yeah. just turn that back on yeah just turn go ahead and brush your teeth dean <laughs> uh, Dean Edwards, when, women, women are listening Getting excited oh, I hope you learned something The life is dude, not about teeth Life is about the journey um, There's a few and, things uh, Life's about the journey Brush your teeth And, and wash, with, wash your ass dig And me. I would like this movie arc To be the new formula For the last 15 minutes would. of the show I bet, I bet you It'll nice. start Here's off with what I need It'll start to off do. with Were you exposed to white people, people As a child And end with an arc of a film I need to people <laughs> To blow Moshe up on Twitter <laughs> Explaining him What a great question 
Oh, yeah, can I plug my... Yeah, I'm at uh, Instagram and Twitter at I am Dean Edwards, man. And I appreciate the champs letting me come on. Uh, check out my podcast. It'll be up uh, soon. It's called uh, the, the, the Father Muckin' Protocol. And subscribe that and, and like, like it. That sounds like some anti-Semitic... I'm into it. The Father Muckin' Protocol, man. Hey, thanks, Dean. It's Dean Edwards. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Now you're fucking with the champs.